Hey guys, I'm your host Jamika, and you're listening to It's Kinda Crazy with this week's guest, Zoe Carrot. Here we go. Um, I'm gonna go back. We're gonna yeah. go. Hey. We're gonna go back to before, before Zoe from Stella or Dance School Zoe, uh, Zoe from Small Town Adelaide. Wow. Yeah. Bro, yeah, tell us about it. Oh my god, well, <laughs> let me tell you, I'm from Port Lincoln, brother. Shout out to Port, Port Lincoln. Shout out Port Lincoln. <laughs> Seven hours away from Adelaide. Wow. Crazy. Absolutely wild. Which way? Like towards Western Australia? Towards? Yeah, towards Western Australia. And wow. we're on the coast. So like, we're like rural, but we're like on the water. It's nice. like bizarre. Does that even make sense? Yeah. Rural, but on the water? <laughs> like, we'll just say it like that. Ooh. We work. Yeah, we get it. yeah, we'll work it. But um, so yeah, I was born in Port Lincoln, bit wild. Yeah. Um, Tuna capital of Australia. So like, it, we get so many tourists, so, like a lot of people coming in and out. Wow. Um, and it's like the only place in Australia where you go shark cage diving. So yes. yeah, so, so <laughs> many people come. Justin Bieber's been apparently word on the street. So I bet there's like a photo of him there in the yeah, town. Look, yeah, look, there's a shrine. You know, <laughs> there's a statue of Bieber that boy. was here. Yeah, like Biebs <laughs> was here, babes. So Port Lincoln, that was a bit of a wild time in my life. Um, yeah. I so I lived there for 15 years and then me and my whole family we moved to Adelaide wow um in 2015 so I was about 16 years old and then I moved here in 2018 on my own so like jumped everywhere from the little country town of Lincoln that I absolutely fucking hated <laughs> to living in Sydney with five billion gazillion people so yeah that would be such a weird contrast yeah it's crazy like, we are not the tuna capital of Australia no, no. <laughs> we are we are brick city like yeah. cement everywhere That's not much wild. going on but um yeah Port Lincoln was an interesting place to grow up yeah what was little lie. Zoe like oh <laughs> Like, I don't know if I should. <laughs> no, if I should share. No, she was great. She, yeah, she was a bit crazy. <laughs> I um, I was a very talkative person. Like, yeah. Still am to this day, but I was very, um, very vibrant, very loud. Did cartwheels at school. Like I was one of those kids, or like the class clown, basically. Life of the party. Yeah, life of the party. But yeah. I think being a um such a small town and everyone being very small-minded not everyone but a few people it just made a lot it made growing up quite hard um lots of bullying happening um lots of harassment from like people in high school people in primary school Um, I have two brothers and one of them has a disability one's autistic and I haven't my eldest brother he's got hydrocephalus so he's got fluid on the brain so he's got like um, it's what it, they call a shunt. It's a tube in his head and it just like re- recurrently like flushes out the fluid like 24-7. So um, – Has having, he always had that? Yeah, he was born with it. So yeah. like, well, we discovered it when he was three. Well, not we. I wasn't even born. <laughs> so <laughs> my parents found out when he was three. So he's had the shunt in his brain since then. Yeah, um, wow. And has just been like in and out of hospital from like day dot basically. Um, and then having Costa with – um, who was who's autistic? Love him to pieces. He's my favorite person ever. Um, because that, like everyone bullied him for being autistic and had a disability. They thought it'd be a good idea to tease a little sister and call her autistic and call her big nose and like wog shit like that. So I hated growing up in Port Lincoln. It made me made little Zoe become like the depressed person like the biggest depression person ever like it was crazy yeah yeah and it's hard I think like you know not to defend anyone like that in a small town but they're so like far less exposed to things like that yeah yeah whereas here it's you know just quite normal so diverse here and like I feel like I belong here (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is awesome yeah and growing up how was it growing up I guess with two older siblings that maybe at times had you know needed a bit more attention Mm. than you did how did that kind of affect you yeah 
yeah. it affected me yeah. big time. I didn't realise it affected me until only like a few years ago. I like as I love my family. I'm such a family gal. Yeah. Love them. Like <laughs> love my mum, love my dad and my brothers. But like when I was a kid, I hated them. I resented every bit of them. I was like, but like why do I hate them? I don't understand why. Yeah. Like I never really got along with Costa when I was a kid because I didn't really understand autism back then. So that was quite difficult. Um, and just like seeing Vass, my oldest brother, go in and out of hospital, fly to Adelaide for appointments. I was like, why like, why are my parents going with him and like not staying with me kind of thing? So like, it was, it's not that I got neglected or anything. No. But there was just like a lot of like, yeah, just like care and attention put on my brothers that like just made me like want attention even more and like made me become just like that little not attention seeker but like just I I craved attention and I just thought no one loved me and I literally would say back in when I was like 10 years old like I don't want to be here like I don't want to live because no one loves me oh I I know is that that's crazy it's so sad deep yeah (laughs) no which is so good but it's just you think about it and it's so hard it'd be so hard for a little kid to really understand yeah I was like you're you're hanging out with my brothers like going to Adelaide yeah. doing stuff and, and like Costa's got all these appointments and it's like what about me you know it was hard but and I'm sure your parents maybe felt a similar way and it's like yeah wanting to give you that attention but sometimes just things take priority yeah definitely and I think that's why I just like loved to dance as a kid like I loved dancing I got into dance when I was five and I would literally like after school I just walk to dance straight after school and just like stay there from four my classes wouldn't start until six though so I just stay there, just sit there. and just sit there eat my pasta like <laughs> do homework and then like I wouldn't get home until like eight or nine but I just go straight to my room because like it was your place like dance was your place you yeah. felt like Blonde. I felt like me yeah. yeah like I was getting the attention I wanted I was getting like uh, I was pretty good as a child I was, <laughs> yeah. I was, a, I was a pretty good dancer <laughs> so own like, it, own yeah it. definitely you gotta be confident yeah um so I like yeah I thrived in that environment because my teachers loved me I loved everything about dance so like it was that was my home for a long time like home didn't feel like home to me unfortunately but yeah, it's led me to here now. So yeah. here I am. And moving moving to Adelaide, I guess, and then moving to now the Shire, yeah, Sydney. I know. Big city. Um, that helped your relationship with them and Definitely. helped your relationship with yourself. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like I healed myself. I healed my relationship with my brothers, healed my relationship with my parents. Like yeah. it was it was a hard conversation to have with my mum about like realizing I was emotionally neglected a little bit like it was a bit of a hard conversation but I think she really understood where I was coming from and um good on her because that would be really hard to hear oh my god (laughs) it was like the worst thing I ever had to do but I'm like obsessed with my mum like she's my best friend so I was like babe sit down I know love you (laughs) mum you hot bitch (laughs) I pick up the phone sometimes like hey sexy she's like Zoe (laughs) don't yeah like Zoe stop it like babe you're sexy like (laughs) embrace it yeah come on I never used to say this to you so like come on embrace it gotta get all the love in that's it the love that like I thought I wasn't ever getting Mm. which is a bit sad but like it's maybe who I am. So we're cruising, baby. We're living. Yeah. And now you're here. At what point after moving here, I guess, did you get involved in working at Stella or mm. and dance? What yeah. did you do when you came here with all that? So I I moved here to dance. Like I did oh, an advanced awesome. diploma of performing arts. Yeah. Like a triple threat course. At that was like the worst year of my life. Oh, <laughs> just full on. Full on. Like, yeah. oh, we got body shamed. We got like yelled at for not being good enough it was just like so soul crushing I think about I don't really remember that year because I just blocked it out of my brain like I can't think about it or like if I can have a panic attack it's crazy like it's one of the really hard parts of dance I think yeah it does exist like sadly yeah even though dance does so many great things for so many people like yourself Mm. and anyone else but then there is I don't know. There is always that side to it. I find. Yeah. It's just. Uh, it's Ooh, hard because you the love industry. it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, that's the thing. It's so hard because I loved it so much, and then I went to 
and I hated it. Like I wanted to like get out. Yeah. Oh my god. So that I yeah that was hard. And then I had one teacher, um, like yell at me because I'd left my ballet bun in for a jazz class. They were like, "Take it out. You look so uptight." I was like, "Bro." I've just got my ballet. Just come here. from ballet. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I don't have time. Like, oh, just shit like that. Just it's hard with dance. Like, there's such that contrast between it's something that makes people feel so good about themselves mm. and feel so free, but then it can also just do the complete opposite. That's it. Make people feel, you know, you're dancing in front of a mirror, and mm. when you have people <sighs> telling you that you need to look a certain way or, you know, whatever. And, you're standing in front of that mirror and that's all you're going to see. Yeah, yeah. Which like, is a shame. It's so sad. It's mm. There's a difference between like dancing and loving it and then making it a career. Like yeah. it's just such a big jump. Do you think the career part maybe ruined it a, like a little bit? Definitely, yeah. I stopped dancing for a bit. Yeah, wow. I fully just stopped. Like I did um, right out. I did Roosters, like I cheerleaded for oh, Roosters awesome. for four years and that was amazing. Like the girls were the best. I loved my coach. Um, like that was just so positive and everyone just was there because they loved it. Like yeah. no backlash, no rudeness or anything. Like that was like really, really fun. But um, like I stopped auditioning for musicals. I stopped like singing. I just stopped it all because I was like, if I feel like I'm never ever going to be good enough for this, so like, what's the point of even trying anymore? So I just gave up. But it's not that I gave up. I think I just moved on and just grew up a bit and realised what my passions were. Yeah. Um, because when lockdown hit, that's when I got the disability job with Stella, yeah. and I always wanted to get into that. And um, my ex, at my my boyfriend at the time, um, his friend told me about Stella. He was like, my friend opened up this business, like should go for it and I thought Stella were like a really established company yeah and then I had my interview and got hired and everything which was sick I didn't realize I was the only employee number one yeah I was number one <laughs> so <laughs> so crazy yeah so that was like unreal and then lockdown hit and I was just working as a disability worker stopped dancing like I just became this whole different person yeah it was so, so cool. great to be able to have the, the connection with people during lockdown as yeah. well because I guess that was your job whereas mm -hmm. people who had an office job and just became work from home yeah. it was super it's super crazy. isolated like being an essential worker in that time was like probably it saved me I feel like I would have like not have survived lockdown if it wasn't for my job which yeah. is like crazy but um yeah it was still sick being able to go outside and have those social interactions with these people it was awesome um and just yeah getting a like a flow of income while being yeah, in lockdown was like just a bonus you know so yeah i guess times. for anyone who maybe doesn't know what stella is mm. do you want to just give a little yeah a little spiel yeah, yeah. Give a little spiel so still experiences <laughs> they're a disability service that provides social outings and travel opportunities for people with disabilities they're the best like they're yeah. absolutely unreal bronte and luke like they are such amazing people and they've inspired me definitely to like do like do me basically yeah. live my life and um like branch out to where I am today but um I learned so much from them and I learned so much from just working with the people like with the guests as well it yeah was, it seems like, like such a beautiful community oh. of, and even just for them to all have their own little friends and yeah. groups it's so oh, beautiful it's so cute. all the employee um, like, the clients so. yeah, yeah yeah like they'll have their own little groups the little cliques yeah. like little like they have their dramas they have their arts <laughs> they have their towns like they're just they're, it's just everyday ordinary things that like we experience every day like they're starting to enjoy and experience that now which is just incredible um they went to japan this year wow. they went on a cruise they went to america they're doing europe like oh. the things that still is doing for people on the spectrum is just like unreal yeah. i was so lucky that i got to like be a part of that for three years and like travel with them and just and like, to watch it grow as a yeah. as a business like it would as you said oh, you were the only God. employee and how many employees were there when you finished up literally oh geez i think that's like over 50 employees now yeah wow it's crazy and like i see them hire new people all the time I'm like whoa like yeah that's just incredible and it's good that like i'm still so close with all of them like make it makes it really nice like 
I'm, with everyone there, yeah. Yeah, like I've gone and done my own thing, but like I still keep in contact with them all the time. They're so supportive. So, yeah, it's just the best. They're yeah. a great community. It's awesome. I remember the first time I saw it and I just thought like, what an incredible thing. Yeah, because you know? did you, you, do you know Bronte? No, no, never <clears> met. <throat> I've never met either of them. Oh, I just really? kind of came across it. I can't remember exactly how I came across it. It was probably Instagram of some sort. Yeah, um, the socials were big the on socials. the socials. Yeah. yeah. But it was just, you know, like makes you day. I was like, what a, mm. what a beautiful thing to be able to do mm-hmm. to for people that don't always feel a part of things. Yeah. And I think, and I loved when I saw their schoolies. They were doing oh, the schoolies for kids. Oh, they're doing schoolies this year. Which like, was it's so sick. sweet. It's unreal. We try to, well, not we, they try to launch that um, last year. Yeah. But it just didn't come off the ground because I think um, just not a lot of people signed up to it. But I hope and pray that like there's so much more interest now yeah. for this year so that they can do it because what a sick opportunity. Like people on the spectrum would not even like think twice about doing something like that. So now they have like the opportunity to go to schoolies yeah. supported by people who are like the best people in the industry. Oh, And for their families to, you know, feel safe letting them go mm-hmm. would be such a reassuring thing just to know that you're letting your kid go and have... Mm just have a great time yeah. and have those memories just the same as everyone else yeah. who did school, you it's know. It's so, so sick. Sweet. It's so cute. I hope they get to do it. But just everything they do in general, like, yeah, oh. all the trips you just said, like, I love I love following their socials and it's the best. just seeing all the, you know, everyone who goes there and you kind of see a lot of, I see a lot of familiar faces on like, yeah. and it's so cute. I'm like, <laughs> the oh. same little people everywhere. Yeah. It's so cute. <laughs> oh, I love them so much. They're, They're my so favorite sweet. people ever. Yeah. Like, they just make your day. Yeah. Like, if you're, if you wake up and you have the shittest like morning and you're like oh like it's gonna be fucking bothered but then you go to Stella and you're like oh like these people are just the best people like they just make you so happy and just like so much love yeah they just they've changed me like they've just changed my life like they've made me become so much more patient and um just so much more like I don't know giving I just want to make people happy and they made me do that and like they make me happy so it's just ah so sweet bunch of happiness love it (laughs) (laughs) and even what you've mentioned to me previously and Mm. i hope you don't mind me but how it um how working at stella helped your relationship with your brother oh my god yeah Yeah. like holy shit yeah (laughs) like it it was hard trying to crack costa because when we were younger and we would always fight when like i didn't understand what autism was like he just gained this um like conditioned impression that I was just like a bad person so yeah. every time I try to talk to him it'd just be like yelling at me or like trying to like just shut me down he would not want to bar of me mm. so then I like I really wanted to try and like fix that and I think yeah just like working with the various different amounts of people with autism and um even people with down syndrome as well like I just got to understand like how to interact a little bit better with different types of people yeah and I just like took everything that I learned from Bronte Luke and just like working with these guys um, into my own um, little brain basically. <laughs> and I was like, okay, how, like what, what could I say that works best to communicate with Costa? Like I know what he's like, like what, let's pick like what I can say. And then just this one day I went back to Adelaide and I just started talking to him and I was being really calm and just asking him questions. And like, since that day, we're just besties now. Like yeah. he never used to hug me, never wanted to touch me, but like I went, back to Adelaide a couple months ago and he gave me the biggest hug when I rocked up. I was like, oh, like this would have never have happened like a year ago or like two years ago. So, oh, yeah, it's just crazy like how much my job has just impacted my life and has just made me like such a better person. That's so sweet to see how far he's come because I guess Mm. understandably if that was his experience of you when you were younger and mm. because of the way his brain works it's like a heart would have been hard for him and understandable oh. to put up a little wall but yeah. it's so awesome that you know he thought I was a bitch <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> he thought oh, I was what? a dirty dog I was like Costa no just <laughs> love, love me, me. <laughs> yeah yeah ah, that's awesome no yeah. I just love that I love that I love it for you and mm. I just love the story of how it's been able to help you in your own life and to build a relationship with him that mm. may have never you know may have never repaired itself otherwise yeah or there's you know there's always that chance that that could have happened but the fact that yeah. it turned out the way it did you guys love each other i fixed it <laughs> i've i fixed our love yeah, i'm so happy awesome. yeah it's sick like it's just great like 
I've, I love my family and I always have. And so, like, re- trying to fix my bro- my um, relationship with my brother was, like, my number one goal. And yeah. I've done it. So, like, that, I can die happy now. Fix, For sure. Yeah, fix it. And coming from that and having such a personal experience to, you know, having your brother and seeing his experience in the world and then mm. going to su- – seeing – you know, really seeing what something like Stella does for yeah. not just those people, but their families and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Must have just been like, wow. Oh, I'm so part of something really special. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like even just coming back from an experience, going back to the office and having the parents come up to you and just saying like, thank you so much. Like just knowing you're changing their lives is just incredible. Like yeah. that's all I wanted to do when I was a kid. I'd just say like if, um, I got asked, what do you want to do when you grow up? I would just say just to make people happy. Yeah. No matter how it was through, like if it was through dance or it's through this, like I didn't know. Like I just wanted to make people happy and I'm doing it. Well, I hope I'm doing it. I hope I'm doing I a good job. I definitely think you're doing a great oh, job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Thanks. Just a, like a little bit of a change in topic. Yeah. But working at Stella, not mm. specific to Stella, but I guess working as disability support and in mm. that environment – I imagine there's a lot of things, just everyday struggles that kind of come with that job. Mm. Um, and I just wonder if you talk a little bit about those, just because, yeah. you know, that's something people might not, it is not to take away from how great a job yeah, it is, but yeah. just the things that people might not think about and realise, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, at the end of the day, like, it's it's a job. Like, mm. as much as you love it and, like, want to invest so much time into it, like, it's your job. And I, sometimes I struggle well, I did struggle a lot to just, like, leave my job at my job. Like, yeah. I'd take it home with me. I'd think about it all the time. I'd, like, um, you know, like, I'd receive messages and, like, I'd be like, oh, should I reply? Do I not reply? Like, I just – especially when I first started Stella, I was, like, very caught up in, like, what do I do? Like, can I talk to these people? Can I not? So, like, yeah, I just never understood how to switch off from mm. it all and it – does get draining like just like any other job like no matter what it is like I was I got drained so much because I just put so much energy into like making these guys happy and um like put like being the woo girl just like yeah. yelling like yeah everybody let's go like <laughs> going off my chops to like make these people feel good like I'd go home and I'd crash yeah I'd be absolutely exhausted like it's hard because you build such a personal relationship with these people yeah yeah and And it's it's like like, they are your friends yeah like where do you kind of it is still work like yeah exactly like I love them to pieces but I'm like oh like when I go home I need to understand that like I can just chill like I don't have to like put in any more like engagement um into it because I'm home like I don't need to like message him but um yeah it just like I got caught up in it and I just was getting very like tired all the time like physically emotionally yeah. like I'd like rock up to work and be like okay like let's go and then I'd just get out the car like hey everybody yeah. like I didn't want anyone to see me low like because if they see that my energy is low they'll grab onto that and they'll go okay like she's not feeling well like let's all be mellow like let's all chill and like the vibes would just be off so like always trying to make sure I was up there even when I was feeling like I just wanted to sleep for the whole day yeah it's crazy really like giving it your all for them yeah yeah I'd drop like anything for them yeah like I still would to this day but like yeah it gets like you're working with people like you're feeding off of people's energies it's just so yeah it can get really draining yeah did you find, like, a good balance towards the end? Yeah, definitely. Like, I um, found such a good balance. Like, I realised, like, you know what, I don't have to, like, do any of that. I don't have to talk to anyone if I don't want to. Like, um, like if people at work or not, like, you don't have to talk to anyone if you don't want to. Yeah, so, like, looking I, out for yourself Yeah, as well. yeah. So, I just, um, I just would drop my phone at home. Like, I'd only just, like... I just muted all of my social medias. Yeah. I just was like, nah, like, I just need to turn this off for a little bit. I m- went private on Instagram. I was like, yeah, I think it's just time to just, like, have social media just for my friends and family and, like, talk to people online just for friends and family only unless it's, like, a major emergency. Yeah. And then that just, like, ah, uh, made everything a bit more, like... I don't think that's um, a bad idea for anyone. Yeah. Though, like, the whole... <laughs> social like, media can be very uh, overwhelming. Social media is so overwhelming. <laughs> like I post like 20 times a day, but like <laughs> like it's all just for like shits and gigs. But 
Like yeah. people take what you post and they're like, oh my God, they're so happy. Like, oh my God, they're living their best life. Like, babe, you have no idea yeah, what anyone's yeah. going through. Because no one wants to post. And I mean, people, shout out to the people that do. But yeah. People don't want to post that they're having a shit day. No. <laughs> Sometimes on my close friends, I'll just post that I'm crying. <laughs> I accidentally posted it on my public one of my close friends. I was like, ah! I'm all right, everyone. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm just having a bad day. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, like, that's the bad thing about social media. You just don't see that side. So, like, even if I'm, like, looking my absolute best or, like, being so happy at work or anything, like, no one sees, like, how, like tired I would get or like how yeah. draining it would be and especially with that job and as I said like all the great things that I see on social media mm. and people you know the guys working with everyone and, mm. and it looks so much fun and I'm, yeah. sh- I'm sure it is so much fun oh, and you've best. said it is but I yeah I always wonder you know there's that other side to it where yeah. it's like there's always those challenges with every job yeah yeah and like because these people they rely on you and like at the end of the day as well like you're like taking care of their medical needs. Like, got to make sure they're taking their meds, like, making sure their, um, like, their hygiene's up to par as well. Like, you're just, you're in charge of them, really. Like, it's like you're, like, a little mum. Like, yeah. it's cute. Yeah, like, I love, like, turning into little mum mode. Like, <laughs> you brush your teeth, though? Like, have you done all back that? Back you go. Yeah, yeah, get back over there, dog. Toothpaste on you. Like, because you're teaching them life skills as well as, like, having fun. So, yeah, of course. Yeah, there's so much that goes into it that I think people don't realise. Like, yeah, and, like, crazy. taking them out into – because that's, I guess, what are some of the things – Aside from all the great experience mm. things that you kind of did at Stella, mm. what are some of the other, like the life schools I know they teach people about yeah. life skills and how to do the shopping yeah, and living I'll, alone? Yeah, definitely. So like I'll get into like the NDIS a little bit. Yeah, so the NDIS sure. there, um, like a – I always forget what it actually stands for. It's so bad. But they're, they're, they're just Nash- the ND. National Disability mm. Insurance Scheme. Scheme. Oh, gosh, I'm good. Okay. Nailed it. Yes, there we go. So <laughs> – they um, are a company that provide like funding for people on the spectrum and like depending on your needs, depending what your goals are and everything depends on how much money you get and if you use all the money you'll get the same amount if not more for the next year or if you don't use it or you haven't used any of it you'll get less. So like it's very, it's like a, yeah, a scheme basically yeah. for money um, for the people on the spectrum. And so, like, depending on what their skills and their needs are and their goals um, is, like, what you will work on in your one-on-one private times. Because it's very case-by-case, right? Yeah, yeah. So some people might want to, like, work on exercise or, like, get fit or have a healthy lifestyle. So you'd, like, okay, plan the day. So you take them for a walk, get a healthy lunch or even go home and make a healthy lunch, Um, go to the gym, like, very, like much cater for their needs mm-hmm. on their one-on-one time or but then again some some of them might have really bad anxiety so they want to work on social skills and like having a companion to like talk to so you do fun things so they might go bowling which is still like a fun activity but even works on your hand-eye coordination and like all that kind of stuff so yeah it's really much pretty much like we did so much fun experiences with them like took him out everywhere did the travel but then it would also be like yep like the serious stuff like let's get these people moved out let's get these guys a job let's get them healthy again so yeah it was a good balance of like being super serious and like getting them to where they need to be with their goals and also like going to New Zealand and like having the best time ever (laughs) just living it up yeah but it's cool to kind of um I, I mean imagine it'd be cool to watch them achieve their goals yeah. like that'd be incredible oh I had this one um guest and he was very like people with autism they're like very um like particular with like how they want things done yeah and, yeah and routine and like they'll only eat certain things and like that are certain colors so this guy he only ate certain things that were like really bland colors so like whites yellows <sighs> reds he would never eat fruits he would never eat greens he would only eat a fruit if it was in a smoothie and if the smoothie was like a certain color 
No green smoothies. No. Oh, he would not. <laughs> he would not find him with a leaf. Like no <laughs> way. <laughs> so I I introduced him like slowly. Like we'd go to grilled because he loves burgers. Just but just with the patty and cheese and the bread. Bless. I know. <laughs> so cute. He hasn't even experienced a full burger. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, where's the juice? You know, yeah. where's the tomatoes? Like, come on. So and so I slowly just started saying to him, okay. Let's start adding one vegetable into our burgers every week. And so we started off like with a similar color. We started off with carrot. Mm-hmm. And like he was so scared to try it. He was like, oh, oh. Like, it was so like bless his soul. He's so beautiful. But he liked it. And yeah. I was like, wow. Like even though like this goal is so like minuscule and so small, this is such a big thing for him because he's never eaten a vegetable in his life. Yeah. Like he's not – he hasn't gone like – we're not looking for a job for him but like we're just getting him to eat. Eat like, a vegetable. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just insane. And now he like eats lettuce, he eats veggies, oh. like he eats tomatoes. Oh, it's just so cool that I got to change that. And his parents were yeah. so grateful. They were like, wow, like – He's eating different foods. Like, we never thought this would happen. And even the effect that that can have on his health. Like, yeah. actually, you know, eating vegetables is good for you. Yeah, like, hey, like, maybe, <laughs> like, you know, cut off the, <laughs> I don't know, cut off whatever you're eating and start yeah. getting a few greens in. For sure. Like, yeah, it was just crazy that, like, you could just change people's lives just in the smallest way possible. Yeah, as you said, it might seem super small to you, but then mm. that's a massive thing for yeah, them. Yeah, like, I'd share it on the stories and I'd be like, this guy's just eating lettuce. But it's like, that sounds so crazy. But, but he's it is. eating lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't get it. This is crazy. Yeah, this, is, this is huge. Yeah. Like, you guys don't get it. For sure. No, that's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. I know you guys go out a lot in public mm. and kind of, did you always have positive experiences? Most of the time. Most of the time? Yeah, most of the time. Um, like a lot of people would come up to us like, you're doing a great job. It's like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Like really cute. Like, thanks, random lady. But um, then there'd be like <laughs> so other. funny. Yeah. Hey? And then there'd be, there would be like some other times where, oh, I can't even remember um, like any specific ones. But I do know there would be times like we'd go out into the community and there'd be like a few, you know, like young adolescents that just like. Don't understand. Don't understand. Yeah. Which just, oh, you can't say anything because you're on the job. You can't just go up to them and be like, hey, you know, like these guys, like they've got disabilities. Like, can you be kind? Like, yeah. you can't really do that because you don't want to make the company look. For sure. Like you're still yeah. at work at the end of the day and representing yeah. Stella. Definitely. So there'd be plenty of times where I've had to bite my tongue mm. of like trying to hold back a few words because of people that have been like, yeah, very judgmental and rude. But um, like majority of the time though, like if we were out at a festival or like dancing at a nightclub, stuff like that, like we'd have so many people come up to us like, we love you so That's much. That's awesome. Yeah. How was the nightclub experience? Yeah, they, they were interesting. Interesting. Sure. Like they loved it. Like it <laughs> yeah. was good. But like I think – like, as a support worker, I'd just be stressed because I'd like... It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, even just, like, being in a big group, like, on a... Not on a mosh, but, like, on the dance floor, dancing, like, just making sure, like, everyone's okay. Like, yeah. everyone's dancing appropriately. No one's, <laughs> go, no one's running <laughs> off anywhere. And that's like, hard, I guess, because sometimes, you know, boundaries for them... Yeah. Uh, ...is something that's a bit tricky. Yeah, exactly. So... But they mean well. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they mean so well, yeah. It's all love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, the nightclubs, they were definitely, like, not, like, the hardest things, but, like, I'd always just have my wits of, like, people, like, people around us are drunk like gotta be for sure and that's something you can't really control yeah exactly so they all ended up great and fine but like yeah i'd always just be like got an eye on like making sure everyone yeah Yeah. mama zoe would come out (laughs) like hey like you know none of that yeah (laughs) hey that's enough drinks now right (laughs) cut it out yeah (laughs) because do what's it like i guess taking those kind of do many of them have they drank before yeah good question like some of them have never drunk before yeah some of them have had a few and then there's some that love it like there's some that absolutely love a beer like we'll knock it down and like at the end of the day they're adults they can do whatever they want want, right so they can have a drink go for it but you just also gotta have at the back of your head that like they they can't like um what's the word like they don't regulate social cues as much as we do so they won't know if they're like going overboard until we say something so you just really got to keep an eye out and like if they are like getting a bit 
you know, like over the top with their drinking and just like going up to them like, hey, maybe that's enough now. Like we've had enough, um, let's maybe just like stick to some waters or soft drink now for the rest of the night. Like it's just so hard to say to an adult, but like at the end of the day, they're in your care and like you got to take care of them as much as they're your friends and whatever. But like this is for their safety. You got to just like not, you know, go overboard. For sure. It's like we go overboard and it's not good. So like <laughs> yeah. if when we go overboard and it's not good, you got to make sure like they're doing okay too. Yeah. Mm. And is it ever hard? I guess this is kind of what we were talking about a little bit before, but drawing the line between like they're your friends mm. and they genuinely are your friends. But yeah. then you, sometimes you're like, I am also working. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like you want to, you know, like make that big and amazing connection with them and you just love them so much yeah but then yeah there's also that part of like I'm caring for them like this is like this is like my job like to care and like support them so it was very hard sometimes to like switch from like the fun Zoe to the mama Zoe and like be like stern with them because sometimes you like you have to like yeah you have to like make sure that they're doing the right thing and they're talking appropriately and like not yeah not being inappropriate to anyone else in their interactions so yeah like it it would be hard especially like some of them when they saw me switch or like get into a bit of a stern tone they'd be yeah. like oh what what like what's they don't on? yeah they don't kind of comprehend that yeah and understand it the same way as yeah like I was she's just being serious yeah like it's not that I hate you or like <laughs> what's worse for you like I just want the best for you that's why I'm like turning into this like mother figure now yeah mm. for sure yeah interesting stuff hey mm. working with people is just like amazing but like also so challenging yeah because I think you know it might be easy for people to see the Instagram and all the gu- the work that you guys do and mm. be like oh they just what a you know cruisy job yeah or like oh. what a fun job and I think that's such a it yeah <laughs> your your exact reaction me. yeah <laughs> like when they say oh my god like because a lot of people couldn't do it no like, it's not for everyone like I couldn't sit in an office no like <laughs> oh my god I'd rather like oh <laughs> jump into the really freezing cold ocean than to sit in an office and work like it's not for everyone seriously and um like when I have people come up to me like oh my god like it was like the best and the most funnest job ever it's like yeah it is the best and most fun job ever but like it's still got it's like ups and downs you know yeah it's like any other job like yeah it will come with the challenges it will come with the goods and it'll come with the bads as well like it's just a job's a job you know job's a job yeah and that happens to be your job yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh man and how how did that turn into uh, infinite abilities yeah wow yeah. which for everyone little is Zoe's baby. dance school yeah <laughs> my little all abilities dance school oh it makes me happy yeah. like, I'm just like blushing yeah, like, oh. <laughs> like that's fine that's my business I did that yeah I, that's me like yeah. that's got me all over it. it's crazy is that so, something you had always wanted to do because I know yeah. like dance is obviously such a big part of your life and then the opening a dance school was it's like huge. huge like I never thought like as a kid I never thought I'd own a dance school ever but when I like stopped dancing and got into disability I went like I always knew I wanted to put dance and disability into one and I remember my um interview with Luke and Bronte I said to them like my goal one day is open up my own disability dance school awesome so I've like always known so it's always yeah it's always in the back of my head um so I've always wanted to make that happen and then like I was running a program called Stella Studios, um, yeah. which was like just a fun little recreational um, like dance program every week, which was really good. And I think the love, <clears throat> excuse me, the love just like grew from there. I was like, yeah. this is my calling. Like <laughs> I, love, I this. love this. Like I'm making people happy. I'm making people happy through dance. Like it's just every, it was ticking all the boxes for me. And then um, I think we entered Stella Studios in a competition Awesome. And I think that just cemented everything. I was like, oh, I want to do this yeah. as a career. Like, this is just the best. And like, to even to get your little dance crew, like, the experience oh, of the competition, like, the makeup, the oh costumes. God. There so <laughs> many tears that were cried yeah. that day. I was bawling my eyes out. I was like, this is the best day of my life. Like, they were just so happy. And, like, we won, which was, yeah. like, so cute. We versed another little All Abilities, like, dance school. Is there many? No. 
There's more coming out now. There are a few. There's one in Adelaide, my friend oh, owns, wow. um, which is doing very well. Um, I know another one out west owned by a girl named Vanessa. She's doing really well too. Um, there's one in the Central Coast owned by a lady named Miranda and it's called Performability. Yeah. And they are the ones who mentored me and taught and awesome. they had like a certificate on being a disability dance teacher. So I did that through her. So she's been amazing throughout this whole process too. She's been incredible. Yeah. Um, just helping me like start the business and um, reaching out to people. So she was like, I give a lot of credit to her for like helping me as well. Um, because there is, is there a lot of that opportunity in regular dance schools? No. None. No, there's yeah. none. It sucks. And like the stigma around people with disabilities dancing is like crazy. Like mm. it's like, I'm trying to break it. That's why I'm here. Like I want to break down that barrier of like anyone can dance. Yeah. Um, and it's like slowly working, which is good. Like, but Yes, it's hard. Like for sure, definitely hard. Um, because Just something that's so ingrained in the already ingrained in yeah, that community. Yeah, yeah. So like breaking it down with like an all abilities dance school. Like everyone, when you're at a competition, it's so sick because like everyone's so supportive of it. Everyone's yeah. cheering for them, which is so cool. But then like, yeah, there's the other side of it that like people just get real like, oh, like. Do you compete against? Just in the regular divisions? Um, no, they actually have made in competitions now like all ability sections, which is really good. Awesome. Which like takes the pressure off of them a little bit, which yeah. is awesome. Um, I'd love to put them in a mainstream. I was going to um, say like comp one day. As someone who's working in that, what is it? I guess better. It's all subjective, but is mm. it better being for them to be in a main sh- main kind of comp, yeah. or is it like they both have their pros and cons? I think they both have their pros and cons. I think for the time being, just being so new and like getting them used to the stage, I think like being in the all ability section is best because yeah. there's like no one else really like you're going up against. It's just like you and someone else, or sometimes it's just you. So just like giving them that opportunity to perform is like my goal. So like, giving them that is great without the pressure yeah without the pressure of like having to win because it's not about that no so like i'd love to like put them in a mainstream division one day i feel like that would be so fun and so challenging um but i think well i will like maybe leave that until next year just like give them a bit more like experience like dancing and having fun and if they want to do it one day definitely like because like at the end of the day you're a human everyone's human like disability or not we all have we're all skeleton and skin and bone, <laughs> yeah. like with a brain, like a functioning brain that works. So like anyone can verse anyone, you yeah. know? Yeah, it's just crazy, the big divide in dance with all that. But I hope one day I can change that. I, I think you will. Props Thanks. to you though. It's very cool. Like, Thank you. Yeah, it's a big, like a very big niche. Well, like, yeah. And even just to take that on and say like this is what I want to do mm. knowing what that community could be like yeah I want to change it so much like yeah. I'd love to like have a musical of people just with all abilities being the cast like that's just yeah that'd be sick and then for, to get paid for that like yeah oh my god like that'd just be unreal like it's going to be very hard and it's going to take a lot of time to get people working in the dance industry with a disability because it's very much like who you know in the dance industry and like you've got to be like super super amazing to get a job but to and fitting the like fitting their mold yes and like being the right size and all that kind of stuff so like the dance industry is so hard so trying to introduce an inclusive industry is going to be even harder so We'll see. We'll yeah. see how we go. I'll be back here in five years' time. <laughs> yeah. Five years' time. Just oh, like, please. hey, yeah. Told I've you. I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said I was going to do it and I did. And I did it, bitches. <laughs> nah, that's awesome. <laughs> so what you. is what was it like? How did you even do How do you even go about that? Did yeah. you just decide? You obviously had to leave Stella. <laughs> yeah. sad. Sad. Yeah. So sad. Like, I was still doing Stella when I first started it, um, but it just got hectic. Like, Because there's... What is it, you know, it's a lot to get up and running. Oh, my God. Was, I don't even know how I did it. I think <laughs> I just, like, registered an ABN one day. I was like, here we go. We're, we're in, guys. This is it. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just made my logo on um, and, like, Canva. finding a place, though. Yeah. It was, oh, my God. It was so much. Like, 
And it was making me just stressed because I was putting in so much energy into my business, which as you would. Yeah. But like I course. felt like I was withdrawing myself from Stella, which is sad because like I never thought that would happen. But I guess that just happens when like you just get so passionate about something. So you just put all of your eggs in that basket of like, I need to make this perfect. I need to make this perfect. But then I'd go to work and I'd just be so frazzled like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. And like yeah. I thought I was just like definitely not putting in as much effort as I thought uh, as I used to so I had to make that decision to leave which was really really sad Hard. and like rattled the whole community oh. I think yeah <laughs> Just, like they're number one yeah being there for so long and getting such good rapport with all the guests and oh like it's so good now because like I, I can still talk to them on social media, yeah. which is nice and still keep in contact. Did you get a lot of them come through the dance school? Yeah, a few of them came, which is really nice. Like yeah. I I didn't I didn't tell anyone at Stella. I was like, you know what, if they want to join, they can join at their own accord. If they want to dance, like that's fine. If not, that's okay. And because I um, also cater for like younger kids as well mm-hmm. and not just mild to moderate, like all abilities. So people yeah. that um, are a bit more less mobile, like you're like – they're more than welcome to come to and I cater like my classes to them um so I haven't gotten like too many little bebes but like (laughs) I've got some teenagers which is cool and like a few people from Stella have come as well so I've got like I think 22 students now which is crazy like only being open for three terms yeah like it's just that's sick that's all and you've done have you done a competition we have, yes, yes and we won because oh. we were the only people in it. <laughs> but it was so cute. Like it was, that was so much fun. Yeah. Like it, that was amazing. It's pretty stressful um, because like there's just people everywhere. It's stressful. A dance comp's as stressful oh, as it is. Oh <laughs> my God. Like I used to fucking like be so stressed about it back in the day. So like if I was stressed, that's just like a neurotypical, imagine their anxiety and it's a new thing as well yeah yeah yeah. so um that 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 was really fun and we're doing another one when I get back from Greece in October so that'll be really sick so (laughs) yeah just can't wait to like provide them more opportunities to just dance no that's awesome to share and I think you know to share something you're so passionate about being Mm. dance with someone else and then when they love it it's just like oh my God, there's no better feeling oh so, literally i get in the studio and i'm like oh like everyone's here because they just love this it's yeah. just so much fun like sometimes i gotta be stern and like all right guys like yeah get your arms up like come on let's do the dance <laughs> and now. one two yeah <laughs> from you the got top it yeah. <laughs> i have to wear a microphone now at oh. my job because i yelled so much that like i've got vocal nodules oh <laughs> need to go on vocal rest yeah well she was like speechy i saw her this week and she was like if i could give you three weeks off of work like that would but you can't i was like i literally can't yeah like i can't take work off sorry sorry i'll just have nodes forever like it's fine i'll just wear a microphone it's like go away um well i've had them for like three years so they ain't going anywhere except i get i need to get surgery when i get back she said yeah to remove them yeah oh zap them out it's gonna be bloody hair that's good and um is it like Like, it'll be good but there's also potential of me not being able to sing so you you sing i used yeah like i'm not i was i was good i was in singing one which is like the top class because everything was graded like Uh everything was in one twos and threes like ones you're amazing two you're like you know you're good and then threes like shame yeah <laughs> threes you're shit no, you're I'm a three. no yeah you're, you're a three though no threes like everyone was amazing like yeah i know that's just so weird to so separate it like that right so it was bizarre man like even the, the people in threes they were all good like reminds me of the, shit. the pyramid on dance Moms. oh it literally was <laughs> and maddie's man, at the just, top of the pyramid yeah maddie <laughs> and i was at the top of the singing class <laughs> i was number one i was number one i was singing one but like i was good i yeah. like I was all right. I, I just love to sing, though. Like, I just love, like... Have you done musical theatre? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. Have you had a Fiddler on the Roof? Yes. I've done that musical. Nice. I've done a few others. I can't even remember what I've done now. But um, I just love singing. Like, yeah. Singing so much fun. So not being able to sing at the moment is, like, killing me. And having the vocal surgery is risk of... Yeah, risk of scar tissue, which means, like, uh, I'll get, yeah, I'll get scar tissue on my vocal folds and I won't be able to sing. I feel like I could be making this up. Mm. I feel like Miley Cyrus had this surgery. Yes. Changed her whole range of yes. singing. Yes, yes, she did. She's incredible. She's, un- oh, I fucking 
love Miley Cyrus. But then there's the other side of it. Julie Andrews got this surgery. She can't sing again. <gasps> Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Oh. My homie G. <laughs> she can't bloody sing. Really? Yeah. Wow. What's so, the – is there a – kind of percentage that they give you 95 percent success rate oh that's pretty good which is very high yeah but i know i'll be the five no. <laughs> percent don't say it i don't will say be it. the five percent no, i've already said it <laughs> it's ingrained in my I'm head touching wood yeah, for you touch wood. and because um like i've slowly gotten back into the industry dancing yeah. because i've now gotten like the opportunity to be Dorothy the dinosaur that one time. Yes, I wasn't sure if you wanted to <laughs> yeah, talk about that. We can. Like, I probably won't have a lot to say about it, but oh no, um, but just the fact. Yeah, I've been. I Dorothy know. If once. Little me was if I was like told my little self that I was going to be Dorothy the dinosaur, yeah. I just wouldn't believe it. Oh I'd my be god, knock my socks off. Yeah, like that was the best two days of my life. <laughs> like <laughs> that was so much fun. And like, who knows? Like, what can what this can eventually like lead to? That's why I just want to be able to like have my voice back. It seems like a lot of the professional dance opportunities are on cruise ships. Is mm. that most of them? A lot of them actually from Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Like there'd be so many cruise auditions during the year that like you just go to, but they'd be looking for a specific type of person, but they just wouldn't tell you. So then like you'd get cut in the first round, and then you'd see in the third round they'd just be like, oh tall blonde people blonde people yeah <laughs> it's like okay cool beans yeah like it's becoming way more inclusive now of like bodies and like your height and the color of your skin and the color of your hair like it's becoming way more like um better in that sense now but um like yeah back in the day though back in 2018 like if you were short you wouldn't get a job mm. and so i was like well when am i ever gonna make it so then I just stopped I was like no which is sad and I guess like even just the whole body image and body positivity around that I spoke a little bit about it with Lily who Mm. was um on the first episode yeah yeah um coming from like a pole dancing kind of background but dance you know it's usually in like very formative years that you're doing it and you're in I don't know the costumes are sometimes super like tight Mm. or small or and that's what it is but it's a weird place to kind of, I guess, grow up and form that idea of yeah. what you're meant to look like. Because as we yeah. said before, like, I grew up dancing. Yeah, yeah. And loved Where it. did you dance? At Eddinghausen's. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that's sick. So I danced for like 10 years. Mm. Um, but, you know, and I didn't really, I didn't really have a bad experience. But I was a pretty like, I don't know, I've always just been a bit shy about mm. like, wearing revealing things when mm-hmm. I especially when I was younger um and it was a little different back then I must say like our costumes were a lot more uh covering or yeah. like fun and yeah. but I do remember as we got older and um especially other dance schools I think it was a lot more of just like a crop and a booty shorts oh, and I was yeah. just like if I yeah that would have sent little me into like oh, an anxious yeah a spiral spiral yeah. for sure yeah like getting up on stage was one thing and then to do it in a bikini. In a bikini. <laughs> it's like, this is not what I came here to do. Yeah, no. Like, I just want to skivvy and do some wiggle fingers. <laughs> like, I don't want to dance up here and twerk in a yeah. bloody booty short. Like, yeah, dance has evolved so much. So, so much. And it's always evolving. Like, the style is always changing. And, like, trends are coming in and out yeah. now with TikTok. So, like, TikTok is crazy. Oh, my God. It's absolutely wild. I feel like I bring up TikTok in all the time <laughs> just because how it affects like the, the way it's affected music and yeah. then like the way that songs will trend so quickly and then the way it's affected dance and and the attention just, span of people like now i can't even watch a video that's oh, longer than 15 seconds like, that's a so big bad. one hey yeah yeah i oh, i even notice it myself sometimes and i'm just like i'm like no yeah i stayed up until 1am last night scrolling on tiktok yeah. i was like sorry that's so stupid talking about this the other day how mm. you uh i'm sure you would have seen them on tiktok where it's like you'll get a snippet of a show mm. or something and you'll watch it and you'll be like oh and it might be in 20 parts and it's like okay i will sit here and scroll yeah. through and watch 20 <laughs> parts of this but if it was on tv i wouldn't sit i wouldn't no. stick here and watch Isn't it that just crazy it's so weird how it's like warping our brain it's so weird internet's taking over and it just is scary yeah like i love social media like 
it's fun. Yeah, you know? and I think if you treat it that way, for sure. Yeah, like, like I don't take it seriously one bit. Like I no. just post whatever the fuck because I want to. Yeah, but maybe I post too much, but that's okay. I I blame my ADHD. <laughs> I blame that. Yeah. But, like, people just take it so seriously and, like, wherever you post is, like, who you are and, like, what you do and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, like, everyone's got a life. Yeah, social media is not my no, life. No, <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. And, like, TikTok's just changing the world. It's scary. It's wild. It's scary. What is, like, touching on ADHD, mm. when did you find out you had that? I found out in lockdown. Oh, like recently. Yeah, yeah. Always wow. knew it was me, Fox. Always <laughs> knew it was me. <laughs> there was something always wrong with me because I'm a crazy bitch. Oh. But um, yeah, I found out in lockdown I was, how old was I? 22. So like literally only wow. two years ago. Um, and because, yeah, I always knew it was me fucking weird because like I'd be doing cartwheels at school and like I'd be like ye- yelling and my teachers would always be like you talk too much it's like no I don't like, no. what the fuck I talk like, just enough yeah like <laughs> shut up <laughs> don't tell me what to do yeah. and so I was I just took matters into my own hands and I was like I'm just gonna see if I am um like anything like if I do have like OCD or ADHD like I yeah. didn't know um so I just got um like What's the word? I got tested. Yeah, I was gonna say I got I tested. Like, is got that, like reviewed. Like, yeah, it's on just, I don't Zoom. know what the process. Oh, yeah, it was on Zoom. It was by this guy from Melbourne, um, and we had two sessions with him, and he was like, "Yeah, you're, you've got ADHD." Tick the boxes. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> "You're ADHD." Wow, was that comforting to find out? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I was not shocked. I was like, thank God. Because it just explains so much about me. Yeah, like like you said, like you know, you kind of have a, like you know deep down, but for someone to just be like, yep. Yeah, yeah. Like Peace of mind. Yeah, exactly. I was like, thank the Lord. And now yeah. I just like blame everything on it. It's <laughs> like, I've got ADHD. That's it, guys. But like a lot of people um, I've like learned just like being diagnosed. Like ADHD can sometimes be misdiagnosed for depression and like vice versa. Wow. And because I do also have depression and anxiety. I was diagnosed like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like um, back in year five, I was seeing a child psychologist. Yeah, Like wow. I was a bit cooked. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. It's good to talk about though. Yeah. Like, like. It's, I love talking about it. Like mm-hmm. I don't talk about it enough. And I feel like a lot of people don't talk about it enough. It's like a lot of people have depression a lot of people have anxiety yeah. like it's it happens yeah it mm. happens shit happens life yeah. happens you get diagnosed done you yeah. know you're just gonna live with it um so like i've got both um so like that makes it a bit more challenging i guess like because i just feel emotions and everything just 10 times more All than the, the average joe yeah <laughs> like if i like even this week i've had a really fucking rough week yeah um and like i've just been crying every day <laughs> but like no normal not normal but like neurotypical would cry about the things i was crying about because mm. i just was feeling it so much more and i'm just so stressed out that like yeah. i was just crying my eyes out but to know you know that's so fine yeah it's okay <laughs> like it's okay to sometimes cry sometimes you just got to cry yeah so um yeah being diagnosed was like mm life-changing I'm not like medicated or anything I choose not to be because I'm medicated for my depression and anxiety at the yeah. moment so and I'm just a bit like scared to like mix in a few more little meds with that but yeah for sure maybe one day like if I feel like I literally can't control my but you just thoughts. find your own ways to manage yeah just find my own way to deal with it like I'm very good now of just like talking myself out of things mm-hmm. I've just like I think it's just like my whole life and like a lot of the experiences that I've had to go through has just made me very resilient and like I just don't give a fuck anymore now what <laughs> people say about me or like... Um, but I feel like it's very freeing getting to that point. Yeah, I feel so good. Yeah. Like ask me three years ago, like if I had the same answer, no. Like, I yeah, just, me too. I, like if someone said something about me, I'd cry. But if someone, yeah. <laughs> if someone says something about me now, I'll punch me in the face. Like, yeah, you're like, whatever. <laughs> I don't care what you say now. Yeah. No. Yeah. So but it is. It's such a, it's a freeing to get to that point where you're like, I don't know, growing up, I was always into just different things and like the way I dressed and, mm. and I knew that's what I liked doing, but I was so like, conscious of what other people thought of that or like I can't wear this because someone else or like like I can't yeah but like the older and like it's only in the last couple years and even to do this like if I had a I'd wanted to do this for years and it was just something that I never I was just 
like you know I couldn't comprehend myself doing that yeah. I'm like I'm gonna put this out here for other people to listen to and it's sick what you're doing it's so cool like, <laughs> thank you yeah props to you <laughs> jammy snaps. jam yeah snaps like this is incredible but it's exciting you just can't, yeah like you can't let people get in the way of what you want to do with your life yeah you can't let like external things yeah just like affect you like the, with my studio I didn't yeah. yeah, I was gonna say like you know there'd be so many people, but why are you doing that? Yeah. Or like that's gonna like, be so can you hard to do it. No, no, but I've got to do it. <laughs> yeah, but you find ways. You find ways to make it work. Yeah, exactly. And like, look and look where you are now. Look where I am now. We're happy yeah. doing what we love. Killing and it. And like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Girl power. You know, just in the fact, like you know, just success or anything aside, just the fact that we're doing it. I think exactly for anyone to just to do something like you said for old mate eating a carrot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, old mate in the carrot. Like, like fucking good just on doing him. something, it might not seem like a big thing, but yeah, to know. But to know that he's eating the carrot is just like yeah. so good. Or to know that you know, as you said, to tell your younger self, like all the things you've been able to do. Yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah, oh, I'm so proud of myself. Like, yeah, you should. Be. I never used to be. I would like I hated myself so much. I used to self pity myself all the time and like literally just like cry about my life because I didn't think anyone liked me. Like, it was, I was such a different person. I was yeah. so depressed. But now, like, I look at myself, I'm like, fuck, I'm killing it. <laughs> and, like, all the people that would, like, tease and me or, like, look down on me, I just think, like, what are they doing now? Like, yeah. Not, but it's good. Like, know? it's hard to look back and be like, oh, I went through that and it was sad. Mm, but mm. you like, it helped in a way, you I'm know? I'm such a better person for it and so much better yeah. like, than what I used to be anyway. So, yeah, like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's it's for true. sure. Who says that? Is it Kelly Clarkson? What doesn't kill you makes <laughs> you stronger. As you can tell, I've still got my voice. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you back for yeah, some singing yeah. on the, after the surgery. <laughs> this is the voice. <laughs> <laughs> this is the voice. I really wanted to audition for the voice back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, but I never did. No. Like and singing is just not my thing, to be honest. Your dance school has singing as well. It does. Yeah. Yes, with Sian from The Voice. Sian. Love Sian. She's the best. She's so passionate about, like. Who um, I think's going to come on. Pardon, sorry? I think Sian's going to come on <gasps> one episode. Sian, if you're listening, hey, <laughs> it's your boss here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she's incredible. Like she's so passionate about the inclusive society and yeah. um, bringing performing arts to it. So like when she came on board, I was like, How oh did my you meet? God. So we met through one of my students. My students oh. is good friends with her, like family friends. Yeah. And Sian just came to volunteer one day, and then she's oh. just hasn't left. She's <laughs> now getting paid. <laughs> I pay her now. Yeah, well, I, I pay her. It's good. <laughs> yeah, good, good on her. You know, yeah. she's getting that monies. Um, so it's crazy. Yeah, it's. She's incredible. She's so good. I've been sitting in the sessions, like, just doing work. And it's just so cute. That's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Shout out to Infinite Abilities. Oh. Dancing, singing, do it all. We, Tell your friends. We've done that. Yeah, singing and dancing. Maybe yeah. acting in the future. Yeah. yeah. There's a the great – um, uh, there's a great – I don't know. I guess it's a company. It's called Bus Stop Films. Yes. Yeah. A lot of the people from Stella and um, Infinite Abilities go there. Go to Bus Stop. So yeah. Cool. They make some really great um, content. Yeah. they. I think one of them um, said they're going to start filming in like their little documentary yeah. soon, which is so cute. That's awesome. Like it's so cool that like society is just becoming way more inclusive. Like yeah. of people with disabilities. It's amazing. Love on the Spectrum. Oh my God. I love that show. I, do you know Ronan? I just yeah. the person in the world. Ronan and Katie. Oh, <laughs> the best! I used to be Ronan's one-on-one. Um, -on -one, oh, and awesome! He is just the you best. were with him yesterday. I right? was with him yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he's all oh, the best. He would just come up to you and go, "Hi, bless so. you, Ronan." Yeah, bless you. If you're <laughs> listening to this, Ronan, bless up. Like you're my, you're the best. <laughs> no, but it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome to see things like that. Yeah. Um, Everything's just coming like more inclusive and it's happy. And we happy love times. it. Yay, we love it. Just something that you want to share with anyone listening that you wish just more people understood or were more aware about what you do mm. or what something you've experienced, you know? Yeah, okay, wow. I just I just wanna share to everyone that's listening, like just know that it gets better. Your life will get better. Like if you're in a rut, if you are just like super depressed 
or just having a shit time, <laughs> you will get out of it. Yeah. You will get out and you will succeed and you will one day start not giving a fuck about what anyone <laughs> thinks about you. <laughs> that day will come. Yeah. It, I never thought it would. Yeah. Until I started putting myself first and doing things that I was passionate and happy about. And now... Um, here we are. Here, yeah, here I am. Here I am. Seriously. Like... A girl from Port Lincoln, tuna capital, drug capital of Australia. <laughs> and I'm like living in Australia's biggest city and I own a dance business. Like I've never thought that would happen until I started putting myself first. And stopped. Such a big achievement, yeah. by the way. It's, not, it's so weird. Like I don't give myself enough credit, I think, yeah. about, of, on like what I've done. It's because I don't want to like talk about it. I don't want to like think people thinking that I'm like – being stuck up or like no you're just proud of it i'm just so proud of myself yeah as you should be yeah thank you and is there one thing um about kind of working in the disability community and that side of things yeah i think just being if you ever see someone that is on the spectrum or in the community just be kind don't treat them like they're a baby don't talk to them like they're like less than us they want to be treated exactly how like we treat everyone else. So if you just talk to them and have a chat and like just get to know them, that's just like that will change their life. Yeah. And if you want to be, if you want to change people's life and make people happy, just start making those small choices, and then you will impact people's lives. And that's what I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> no. Does that make sense? I sometimes just rabble on and no, I don't of course. make any sense. And it's just an easy thing to do. Like mm. um, Sabrina, who was talking she was on this week's episode actually that just came out mm. that was kind of her thing as well like just about being kind and how it's so easy to be kind to people and yeah just in life yeah but it's true and it would it's something that would make a lot of their day mm-hmm. it makes their day so much like just be nice to people yeah anybody on the on the spectrum or not just like treat people with kindness and then you'll be a happy person for it so yeah Hell yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all your stories. Wow, I hope it was all right. I hope no. I didn't ramble on too much. Oh, never. You can never ramble on. That's what a podcast is for. That's right. I hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. No worries. Thank well, you. You'll be back, I'm sure. Oh, I'm coming back. <laughs> oh, I'll be back. I'll be back, bitches. <laughs>